You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, December the 1st. We have finally made it to December. 2020 is nearing an end, and uh, it's been a doozy. Uh, let's start off December with a podcast about Justin Turner and Yadier Molina and James McCann. Why not? My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan. Thanks for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen, and whenever you tune in, I appreciate it. And tell your friends about me, rate me on iTunes, share the show, and if you like what you're hearing, if you don't like what you're hearing, let me know. We, we can talk about it. Email the show, LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals. And my Twitter, at LJFastball. Well, like I said, we made it to December. And I mentioned on Twitter yesterday that we would be talking about Justin Turner pending other news. And that other news came per John Heyman. Um, James McCann is a free agent catcher. And he is uh, being... Pursued by many different teams, will be going. He's a little bit older. He will be going into uh, his age thirty-one season. He was at thirty years old last year. Uh, he's an All-Star in two thousand and nineteen, and it was reported that among other teams, the St. Louis Cardinals are looking at him a little bit. Uh, if if they were to lose out on Yadier Molina and I'm I'm talking about Justin Turner first, but I just want to get from the get-go of this show. I would rather the Cardinals re-sign Molina because of the intangible factors that I have talked about countless times on this show. Uh, And if you you haven't listened to the show all that often, I just think he means too much to this team, too much to the city, too much to this fan base to leave. And obviously, you're going to have to negotiate a cheap contract for him because you don't want to break the bank by spending $20, $25, $30 million for two years for a 38-year-old catcher. But at the same time, if you can get him for a one-year deal, I think that's ideal. But two years might be what you're going for. Um, And it's for the intangible factors, how we can handle um, uh, a pitching staff, his relationship with the current pitchers, and all that good stuff. Number of episodes in the past about Yachty, so if you have free time, you can go back and listen to it. But that, that, that's the gist uh, of, of what I've got to say about Yachty. And if you have any further questions on it and you want me to talk to you with you about it, I just mentioned all ways you can reach me. So, um, so I want to make that very clear. I would rather them get Molina, but before we talk about McCann and Molina, let, let's talk about another option. Because in all, all these... Uh, off-season content have given you a lot of options what the Cardinals might go after. What does a trade for Lindor look like? What does a trade for Correa look like? Uh, what does a trade for Blake Snell even possibly look like? Um, could they sign Michael Brantley? Jock Peterson I talked about a lot. Tommy LaStella I talked about yesterday. Just a whole bunch of different options of what the Cardinals... George Springer as well. Uh, a whole bunch of different players that the Cardinals could go after. And here is another option. If you're looking to improve the infield with... a understandably, or rather admittedly, an older guy. He will be going into his age 36 season, but he has shown little to no signs of regression in the last six years. And that man is Justin Turner. And I'm not going to hit on it too much, but I I still don't like what he did uh, post-World Series with, with the showing up without a mask on after testing positive for COVID-19. And I do think that that's a bad look. 
that doesn't impede my desire to sign him as much as, say, a Houston Astros player cheating like Carlos Correa. Or George Springer, even though I do want him, um, it's a little bit less because of the cheating stuff. But, uh, you know, Justin Turner, other than that, I have heard nothing reports of him being a, a decent guy. And, you know, obviously the, the concern here would be a couple injury histories as, as well as um, the age. Like I said, going into his 36 season, he's a one-time All-Star, finisher the top 20 in the MVP voting three times, top 10 twice uh, within those three times. He hasn't played above uh, 150 games except for one time back in 2016, so you don't know what you're going to get in terms of longevity. But this is a guy, ever since he came to Los Angeles, he had a a decent year in New York, but his time with Los Angeles ever since 2014 has been remarkable. Slash line of 302, 382, 503 for an OPS of 886, OPS plus of 139. Uh, He set 116 home runs in, in those seven years of playing from 14 to, to 20. Driven in 406 is uh, his current 162. He's you know averaging about 25 home runs a year, driving in 85. And tell you what, if the Cardinals could get that from their third baseman, that would be remarkable, wouldn't it? I mean, Carpenter has you know re- regressed over the last number of years. And you know, I've said this before on this show, but again, just to reiterate, I do like Matt Carpenter. I have nothing against him as a person, but I don't think there's any denying the fact that he has regressed over the last number of years. His last All-Star campaign was in 2016. The only reason he received MVP votes in 2018 after his 36 home run campaign uh, was because he had a monster month of August. Take away that month of August, his numbers aren't that good. Let's talk about that in a moment. But I mean, for for me, for the third baseman, yes, he's hit, he's hit uh you know over thirty doubles every year except for the last two years as a Cardinal, um, and, and his first year his rookie year in twenty twelve. But his batting average has continued to gone down. His on base percentage has stayed the same for really 15, 16, 17, 3, 380, 375. Both those took a dip this year. His slugging percentage took a dip from five twenty three in twenty eighteen, three ninety two last year, three fourteen a year ago. Both of those obviously dropping his OPS to this year for the first time below 700 for the first time in his career ever since he played seven games in 2011. OPS plus, other than 2011 when he played seven games, uh, was a career low of 77. And he just isn't cutting it really anymore for me as a third baseman. Yes, you know, he hit 15 home runs last year, 36 and 18, 23, 21, 28, going back to um, 2015. So the home run numbers are there. Uh... Or at least they they have been there, but 15 home runs last year in 129 games. He played 50 games this year. He hit four home runs. Uh, he walked 23 times. He he struck out 48, which which is solid. But I just I just think at some point it, it's time to move on. And I think that the Cardinals are at that point. Uh, when you look at his his contract, according to to Baseball Reference, uh, he's got you know he's got two years left. He'd be free agent after 2021, vesting option in 22. Uh, I, I just don't see the Cardinals pursuing that. He, he's already, um, you know, not having the greatest of years last last couple of years. And I, I just, you know, like, like I said, I don't see him. He'll be 36 next year. Uh, it's a different type of 36, though, than Justin Turner. Uh, I mentioned Carpenter's 2018. I misspoke. Uh, it, I, I had it mixed up in my head. So 2018, yes, was a good year for, for Matt Carpenter, obviously, with the MVP votes. I had it mixed up in my head of what – months to take off it was his first and last year's um actually what what brought his 
average and other overall numbers down. But July and August, the dude was unstoppable. I'm not trying to dismiss that. But when you look at Justin Turner, like I said, ever since he turned 29 and turned 30, he's got better than he was from age 24 to 28. Justin Turner is a proven power bat. Um, like I said, the, the games played in the injury history and the age are a little scary. I, I, yes, I, I'll admit that. But this is a guy that does really nothing but hit. His on-base percentage has hovered anywhere from 350 to 400. His slugging percentage has stayed north of 450 ever since he became a Dodger. And like, like I said, understandably, 42 games in 2020 compared to 135 a year before. But all those numbers went up except for slugging, which took a slight dip. Uh, and his OPS uh, went down a little bit because of that. But OPS Plus w- was still up. He, he strikes out a little bit, but not all that often as like an eye-popping rate. I think Justin Turner is a great option for, um, for for the Cardinals, and when when you look at what contract he might get, um, Fangraphs in, in their um, you know in their free agent predictions, they've got him about two years, twenty six million dollars. Um, was what Craig Edwards says, but the probably going to closer to two years, thirty four million dollars, which that's a pretty penny to pay for a thirty six year old. So. I would probably like to get it down closer to that 26, maybe even start off with the 23, $20 million range. Um, but, you know, I, I don't really see any signs of regression in Justin Turner. I really don't. I think that he's still going to be just that solid third baseman. And I could be wrong, and this is just an option for uh, for you guys to think about, something that I've been thinking about. And a proven power bat in that Cardinal lineup would really help lengthen the lineup out. Uh, as I've talked about a lot before, you need somebody other than Goldschmidt as a proven bat in that lineup. So uh, th- that's Justin Turner for you. Um, but let, let, let's talk about in, in a moment, um, after I tell you how you can support the show, let, let's talk about some of the guys, um, uh, that was report or the guy that was reported yesterday in, in the Cardinals interest and in James McCann and why I think that the Cardinals should go after him. So we'll talk about James McCann and Yadier Molina in just a moment. to join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Locked on MLB for a unique look at the majors both past and present. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked on MLB Network's team of local experts, including myself, and insightful analysis on the day's biggest stories. Locked on MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Sully is a great guy. Highly recommend subscribing to him. And uh, listening to his podcast every day. I've been on his show a number of times, for those of you who have listened to that. Um, but I would highly recommend subscribing to him, listening to him every day that you can. So um, let's talk about James McCann. <laughs> it was reported yesterday by John Hammond that McCann was being uh, garnering some interest from the Cardinals. And James McCann kind of made a name for himself in Detroit. Uh, the numbers aren't all that eye-popping in his times with Detroit. Detroit taking out his first nine-game stint in 2014. Uh, you know, 240 batting average, 288 on base, 366 slugging, 76 OPS plus, 40 home runs across four years. So, you know, about 10 a year. Not not fantastic. But then he, he really broke out in 2019 with, with Chicago. His final slash line was 273, 328, 460 slugging. I mean, if we talk about getting that from a catcher because Cardinals – as much as I would like to say positive things about the Cardinals, Yadier Molina has 
just doesn't slug like that. Um, Yadier Molina, like I said, why I want him back is more so for the intangible factor and for, you know, the fan in me really wants him more back more than anything else. But in terms of slugging, Molina has not slugged over 500 since 2012, hasn't come close since really 2013 when he slugged 477. He's gotten up to 436 a couple different times or in, in that range. Past year, dropped to 359. Um, and even this past year, like I said, McCann slugged 436. The year before that was 460. Something I really like about McCann, too, is how he's improved over the years. He came into the league in 20, you know, got full playing time in 2015 and his expected batting average, weighted on base, strikeout percentage, and walks were all in the bottom 10% of the league. But, you know, they haven't jumped up to the top percent of the league, but his walk percentage went from 3.8% in 2015 up to 7.2% in 2020. And you might say, oh, that's an outlier, but it still jumped up to 63 the year before. His K rate has, at a slow rate from his first year of 29.2, was dropped to 27. It got as low as 23 two years ago. And his weighted on base percentage went, you know, it was in the bottom 5% of the league in 2016 at 273. That jumped up to 372 in 2020, 333 the year before in a full season in 2019. Uh, I think, you know, this, this is a guy that, that took a while to get, to where he's at. Drafted in 2011, like I said, didn't really make a huge name for himself in, until 2019. And I think that because he had 18 home runs in 2019, 118 games, played 31 games last year for Chicago, hit seven home runs. But this is really a guy stuck behind a starting catcher. I mean, the, the White Sox already have Yasmani Grandal, who they signed to a big contract before last year. And they're they're high on him, and they, they're, they think he's going to be the starting catcher. And he, I think he should be. You know, if you're going to put that much money into a guy, he played more games than McCann did in 2020. So if I'm James McCann, and McCann deserves a starting spot. With all the numbers I've mentioned and with all the hard work that he's put in, I think he deserves a starting spot. And if the Cardinals fail to get Yadier Molina, James McCann should go to the top of the board in terms of who that replacement should be. Because at the end of the day, when you say, oh, that they should stick with Kisner, they should wait for Herrera, you're really betting on Kisner hard because the results haven't been there at the major league level at a consistent basis. With McCann, you get more proven results. You get more proven success that this guy can be a competent catcher at the major league level. James McCann, if again, if Yadier Molina does not come back to St. Louis, James McCann should be priority numero uno for Yadier Molina's replacement. And I, I don't think that there's a question about that when you look at the free agent market because the Cardinals aren't getting JT Real Muto. And again, with, with the Andrew Kisner d- discussion, it, deter- it, it comes down to whether you value upside more or proven results more. And I think with, with the amount of offense that McCann can bring to the table, McCann needs to be the priority for St. Louis. So uh, that's my thought on, on James McCann. Be sure to let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments of the post and anything like that. And, or you could email the show, lockedoncards at gmail.com. Uh, but that will do it for today's show. Again, be sure to subscribe to Locked on MLB if you're not already for more off-season baseball content because we all need uh, baseball content in these times without baseball, and uh, especially with the off-season being as slow as it is uh, right now. But hopefully it hits up sooner. And be sure to tune in the rest of this week. It'll be a little bit of a later release tomorrow, just as a heads up. But we've got great content because the wonderful Nash Walker of Locked on Twins and I will be breaking down the 1987 World Series between the Twins and Cardinals. It was a series that the Cardinals lost, but it'll still be a lot of fun to break down. And Nash is a great guy, fellow Mizzou Tiger with me. Um, 
So be sure to tune in for that fun discussion talking about uh, that. And obviously, if any Cardinal news comes up, that will also be talked about. Um, I'll record separately for that. But uh, be sure to tune in for 1987 World Series talk the next three days. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on Locked on Cardinals. That's all I got for today's show. Be sure to tune back in tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to December. Hopefully, uh, December treats all of us better than it has the last 11 months. So, uh, as always, stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.